Hello, everyone. We are back again on Hour of Healing. Today, we are bringing to you a topic um, by the theme, Obtaining Relationships for Success. Obtaining Relationships for Success. Again, this is Hour of Healing. My name is Candace. I am here with Dr. Joe to discuss this great topic. I can't wait, and I know you cannot wait either. Um, so we will not waste time. We'll just jump right in. We are talking about relationships, and I know you know that is the 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 hot topic for everyone. When you talk about relationships, many people have a lot to say. Many people have a lot to contribute or questions to ask. So we are here by the guidance of the Holy Spirit. We are praying we will answer all your questions, but we are not promising. So let's get right in. Dr. Joe, I will give it to you as you give us the intro and the summary of today's topic. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Sister Candice, uh, for hosting us again. And welcome to Hour of Healing, uh, dear listeners out there. You know, we did um, end season one promising you that we'll be diving into the various aspects of things that we need to do in life or that life presents to us that makes success a certainty. And right. so we um, last week and two, by the grace of God, we did talk about obtaining help, the people we meet. And um, we have been blessed by that. So today we are turning our attention on another pillar um, that is very necessary in obtaining good success in life. And that is strategic and or non-romantic or non-sexual relationships. I know uh, Sister Candice uh, did bring up uh, the issue that as soon as you talk about relationships, a lot of people have a lot to say. But remember, our overarching team or the, the motivation, the driving force for this conversation is the fact that success is a guarantee or good success is a guarantee and so today uh sister candace we will be helping our listeners dive into how relationships can bring about good success in their lives yes um relationships relationships um when we think about our life literally is centered around relationships there is kind of there is nothing we can really do without relationships it being with God, your family, your 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 um parents, whatever. Everything is in like in the center or in the in the um atmosphere of relationship, job, place, everywhere. You you name it. It's in relationships. So today what we wanna uh, just break down the word relationship in itself. You know, and Dr. Joe mentioned some something about a passing comment about non-sexual relationship and things like that. But so we wanna get to the to the basic, uh, in in the simplest form, what relation, what a relationship is. When we talk about relationship, what is it? Is it romantic? Like, what is it? Yeah. So um, that that is certainly an important question. Um, setting the foundation, right? And um, you know, relationships typically is uh, uh, a connection or association between two or more parties or entities or objects. So, you know, um, the word relationship itself 
does bring about the idea or the notion of connection that mm -hmm. there has to be a connection between two or multiple objects fundamentally there cannot be a relationship without the vital ingredient of connection sister Candice and so whenever we talk about um, relationships and the types of relationships we are talking about a connection as you said, this connection can be between individuals, that is two people. It can be a social connection. It could be a professional. It could be a romantic one. It could be a familiar one or a personal one. And so um, fundamentally or basically that is what I would say that relationships are. Or it's about a connection or an association between two or multiple things. And that's the fundamental of relationships. That's very powerful. And I like the fact that you said connection or an association. So it's like, basically, if you don't have a connection with someone, you cannot form a relationship with them. No, you can't. Okay. So we, we, we want to get in the idea that, or we have, so society has gotten into the idea that we are in relationship with basically everything and anyone. Mm. But with your definition, there we are not. In, in technicality, we are not because we don't have connection with everyone and we don't have an association with everyone. But then we have defined certain, um, I, I should say, relations or interactions as a relationship when in actuality, by your definition, it's not. Yeah, so so the, the, the truth is, um, like you say, the, uh, a lot of things, including the word relationship, has been kind of distilled so much that the, the fundamental of it is, um, uh, excuse me to say, lost in our society today. Because uh, um, people see that uh, interacting, let's say I'm driving on the highway or the freeway and I pass by someone, they honk their horn. And so I get upset at them. Why? Because they have infringed on my peace or whatever it is. Right. The reason why it gets to us so much is because um, uh, erroneously or mistakenly, we have kind of put ourselves in the frame of mind that it, it impacts us. But um, by uh, I'm praying to God that by our conversation today, we will get to a place where we understand that not everything impacts us. The things that should impact us is relationships, the things that we have actual relationships with. Wow. And so um, uh, that is what I'm praying to God that we'll be able to convey to our listeners today. Because once you realize that the person walking down the street whom you've never met in your life, mm -hmm. screaming and yelling at you for something that they perceived <laughs> to have been wrong, mm -hmm. uh, the, the fact that they did that doesn't mean it should interfere or alter right. your life or your personhood because they don't in the grand scheme of things actually matter to who you are um right. and so uh, when you miss that when you miss that again that foundation that fundamental principle of connection when you miss it in relationship then so many things uh sister candice yeah. begin to bother us and derail us and, and yeah. cause us to lose sight of what we really are about and so i i pray that god will give us the grace to be able to dive into this um a bit more today that's very good dr joe and to think about it with how we have perceived 
uh, relationship to be, it's really affecting us. And I'm so glad with what you're saying, because this is hour of healing. And I believe that by what you have said is healing many of us, because when we, if we can perceive it in that perspective, then we will be healed. We will, we will have more peace in our daily lives. We'll have more understanding with certain things. You know, you will not be riled up every minute, every second of your life. And then you end up developing high blood pressure and it's, it does not run in your family or you eat the right foods and you're like, Oh, I, you know, I'm healthy. I eat good food. I, I exercise. I, but you are literally setting your, your heart up every second because we, we do not understand the concept of how we revolve around each other, you know? Absolutely. So I, I really like that this, where we are going with this, the connection, the association, you know, where you both have to meet together to form a relationship. I love it. So let's, let's get into types of relationships, Absolutely. <laughs> of relationships. Yeah, Sister Candice, um, because I did mention them, I might as well, I would just uh, briefly touch on um, a bit a bits and pieces of them um, so that we will be able to kind of get through uh, them. So I talked about uh, professional relationships. And so when you talk of professional relationships, you're talking about the mentorships, the colleagues or work relationships, acquaintances. Um, so those are persons that um, they, in a way, they relate to you by sometimes uh, guiding you as in the case of mentors um, and supporting you as in the case of colleagues and things like that. And then uh, you also have um, uh, social relationships like community relationships that is ties that you have with social groups, with communities. And then we talk about family, obviously, which is the people we relate to, uh, right. such as our parents, our siblings, um, our extended family members, whom some of us don't really like and some of <laughs> us really like. And then we talk about um, romantic relationships as well, where there is intimacy involved, um, sexual, uh, sometimes uh, in our day and age, I, I, when I was doing my little study, I found asexual romantic relationships and then um, virtual relationships. Uh, these were all... <laughs> These were all new, new relationships that I kind of stumbled upon. Um, and uh, the virtual ones, they talk about those relationships are purely formed and maintained. Yeah, they maintain through uh, online platforms right. and online communications. So um, those were very interesting for me to certainly um, see as well. Um, I needed to get myself uh, upgraded on those things. Um, but for uh, the purpose of our uh, discussion, um, uh, we're not going to be spending time, like I said, on the romantic uh, friendship, family, or acquaintances. However, um, uh, two main things that I want us to uh, focus on uh, as we talk about relationships that impact our success is our relationship to self and strategic relationships our relationship to self and strategic relationships. So when we talk about our relationship to self, you know, uh, Sister Kendis, uh relationship to self is mostly overlooked. Whenever someone asks us about relationships, we think of external. all those things external to us, correct? But the, the truth is that your connection to yourself, the mm -hmm. way you associate to yourself, is very paramount 
if you will be able to enjoy any greater level of success in all the other um, relationships. Mm -hmm. And I think that is where we most of the time falter um, because we miss out on our relationship to ourselves. Mm -hmm. So when I talk about your relationship to yourself, we're talking about the way you learn about yourself, knowing your tendencies, knowing your triggers, your highs, your lows, your in-betweens. Mm. Um, these are the places where you build relationship from. Um, unfortunately, many people try to build relationships externally without actually building one with themselves first. Mm -hmm. My dear listener, I'm sorry to say this to you, but if you do not build the right kind of relationship with yourself, mm. no matter what relationship you form externally, it will not succeed. And the reason why I say that is, Sister Candice, we have something that we call in science parasitic relationships and symbiotic relationships. You find that people who don't form the right relationship with themselves mm -hmm. will form most of the time parasitic relationships. Mm -hmm. That is, they, they, they suck the other party in that relationship dry they, they they take everything away from that person mm. because they haven't learned to re relate okay, to themselves right, right another form of that becomes what medically we call dependent relationships okay that everything they need in life you have becomes, to survive. yes it, it relies on the other party um who is in relationship with them and you, there are many researchers out there and in my personal study and my personal interaction with people, um, when you spend time to talk with such individuals, you realize that most of them don't really know themselves. They mm -hmm. don't really know what makes them go. They right. don't know what um, arms them, uh, if that's the right word. That's that, the umph. That gets people going. The guy so, um, them up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And 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 so uh, under this broad um, relationship to self is where the, the the theory of emotional intelligence actually comes in, mm. and um, we we can talk a bit about emotional intelligence but really that um, when you talk about emotional intelligence um research shows that there are certain pillars of relationship to yourself that you need to know about you mm -hmm. and if i believe they talk about five pillars uh, when they talk about the pillars of emotional intelligence and when you miss any of these pillars mm -hmm. your relationship with others your relationship with the external world and even with nature becomes distorted and so um it's so key and so important being able to know or relate to yourself now i say all that um because uh, sister candace we're talking overall about success and i think that it's really key that we for us to be able to obtain success uh, that is good success and also maintain good success being able to 
be in this form of relationship or having a seamless transition in and out of this kinds of relationship that is relationship to self and strategic relationship is so important so um just again there's two quick things that i want to talk about or uh, i want to introduce this and we'll dive into it if you are interested um that i think when we talk about relationship to self that matters greatly is how we handle failures and how we handle success and so uh if you want we can certainly dive into that but yeah. uh, being able to relate to yourself a a, a significantly depend on these two things knowing how you handle failure and how you handle um success right right and you know dr joe one thing that i've learned with um a relationship with self is that like you made a you made a comment or you made a point about how we have to um learn about yourself or we don't know ourselves or some of these people that are like codependent on their partners when you speak with them you realize that they don't really know yourself and what i will say with that is that people that are not aware of who they are are people that have been running from their problems for years problems are the things that introduces us to ourselves and introduces us to our weakness our strength how we should grow or where where we need to grow in our our failures it is like literally it it brings a mirror right in front of your face and you you end up looking at yourself because of this issue so when you dive more deeper into these people's life they have ran away from issues they have not faced struggles head on to discuss where they fell short where the person um fell short or uh forgiveness even you know mm-hmm. so they shoved it under the rug and did not address the problem and also did not address it in in a way that brings healing to yourself and when it's like that you 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 become stagnant emotionally that is why you said something about emotional intelligence Correct. you become stagnant emotionally you your life will go on physically you will grow but emotionally you will not have the intellectual capability to handle struggles in life and so when you have a partner with you you don't know how to handle them and so you become burdensome to them literally you end up draining them because you are treating them as your god and they are not you know so this is very very profound dr joe um the points that you are bringing and it, it also ties into the failure aspect so let's go deeper into relationship with self and how to handle failures in this category and we'll talk about the strategy later the strategic one absolutely sister kendis and uh thank you for uh, that powerful input there and i think um it's very uh, true and so impactful um you know the the way that people start esteeming other people as gods um in their lives uh, and so uh, there's two things that i want to clarify because sometimes you make a statement like this 
um, on a, a, a platform like this and people take it and just run with it without the foundation or the background. Because there is codependence, which is perfectly fine. Codependence is um, what I call the symbiotic relationship. That is both parties benefiting from that relationship. And then there is the um, uh, 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 parasitic relationship, which where uh, the, the, the only person benefiting is one, not both parties, only one party benefits. And the reason why one party benefits is because like we are talking about, they don't take the time to relate or know themselves because relating to yourself goes a long way to know yourself. But second, the truth is, uh, if we are going to uh, amass or conquer any greater level of success in life, um, failures are inevitable. Um, right. I, I, I always say that a failure, as you just mentioned, uh, is like a mirror that stands before us uh, to um, kind of help us know certain things about us. You know, I am always amazed and I marveled uh, at the life of uh, one Thomas Edison from New Jersey. Uh, Thomas Edison, maybe because I, at the core, think that I am from New Jersey. I am I, a Newark, New Jersey boy. So maybe that's part of the reason why. But I, uh, in all seriousness, do really... Um, uh, I have a fascination with this man's life story because not only is he revered in the science world for his critical con um, contributions to the various inventions um, that we have today. You talk about the light bulb, which is what he's famously known for. Um, and then you talk about the carbon um, uh, transmitters for microphones. And so obviously I will be fascinated with him because I'm sitting here in a light and I'm using a microphone. Right. Um, but um, the truth about this man's life, and I, I think it's all summed up in his personal quote that he gave when they had asked him about um, the failures that he had trying all those types of fibers to be able to make the first sustainable light bulb. And he said, and I, I, I quote, uh, he says that I have not failed. I have just found a thousand ways that so, right. something will not work. And that is because um, history has it that this man, before he made the first sustainable light bulb source that will be able to last for, I believe, 6,000 hours, he went through thousands of years, right? Of of failures, thousands of trial and error, and it, it, uh, people might think that this is a, an easy thing, but imagine failing a hundred times and at I the same that. thing. Uh. And this is not somebody who uh, uh, was born genius. I mean, history actually has it that he um, had to be homeschooled because he wasn't doing too well in school. And he gets to this platform in his life or this stage in his life as a, as a businessman or a, a salesperson, and he's trying to come up with this invention. Now, by the time he passed away at his 84th birthday, Sister Candace, Thomas Edison had over a thousand patents to his name. Wow. 
But someone will look at that and not remember where he came from and the, the numerous times that he failed. Right. I say all this, Sister Candice, to say that I believe that his great success is because he learned how to handle failure. Yes. Uh, and um, I, I am not oversimplifying his life in any way, but I, I believe that if he had not learned from those things, he wouldn't have been as great as he ended up being in his life. Right. You know, we, we um, promised our listeners uh, in season one, when we were talking about the certainty of success, that we will talk about the life of Joseph. So I, I will I will certainly bring Joseph in here because as we were talking, his name comes into my mind. And I think it really does um, fit with him as well. Because yeah. this is a, a man who, for all we know, loves his family, loves his brothers. I mean, he's all about his family. He has a dream that he is going to be great in future. He tells his family about the dream and they all understand it. And that is one um, very significant thing in the um, Bible that uh, I, I think sometimes we overlook. That when he told them the dream, not only did he know what the dream was going to be, they all knew what it was, uh, what the meaning was. And so um, uh, there is this uh, theory that uh, sometimes when you don't say things, when you don't profess your greatness, you can't achieve it. And it's so interesting that when he professed it, he got confirmation from his family because <laughs> they also knew exactly what his um, profession was about. But um, uh, Sister Candice, he goes through serious torture and failures wow. in his life. Right. He goes through trials and tribulations of all kinds. And when he thought that all things were well, he is in Potiphar's house. He's taking care of all that Potiphar had. And uh, he is, um, at that point, we would say he's a good slave because he has a lot under his uh, domain. He is tempted by Potiphar's wife. To sleep with. And when he decides not to fall prey to the temptation, he goes to jail. Now, talk about from grace to grass. That is from grace to grass. Right. You are in an army general's house. You have everything under your control. Even though you were a slave, you are not being treated as a slave. Because everything the Bible says when he was in Potiphar's house, everything Potiphar did was succeeding. And so he has gone up in rank. And we will talk a bit more about how to handle success. And we will talk about the second part of his life. But he goes from that to Below. jail. You know, um, I say this because, Sister Candice, uh, sometimes um, people uh, go about in life blaming others for the things that happen in their life or is going on in their life when failure comes some people get uh, get to the point of disrespecting themselves um mm -hmm. uh, uh, hating themselves uh, some people loathe themselves to the point of affecting everybody around, around them. them destroying and, relationships absolutely and 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 it's 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 very unfortunate that people can get to this place. But I have met people that as the failure that came their way uh, became the very reason why they couldn't even motivate themselves 
any longer. And, yeah. and, and the problem, I know I've said this before, that the problem with negative people is that it's very difficult to be around them. So I think that uh, sometimes we get to a place of blaming so many people uh, for not liking us um, and in, uh, 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 being in a toxic relationship, not because people hate us, but really because we create a very toxic environment. And this principle, Sister Candice, is true spiritually as well as um, physically, that sometimes when we go through failure, we abandon every single thing or principle that made us who we were. The, 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 The principles that brought people to our lives, we begin to abandon all those things when we go through failure. And so, my dear listener, I ask you this question. If you are abandoning the principles that made people come close to you or get to know you, why would they still be around? So, it's not that people hate you or people are are jealous of you. Uh, It's not that people are trying to undermine you. But the little failure that you faced, you started abandoning all those principles And so when you abandon those principles, that's why everybody else also started abandoning you. Because the principles you held dear, the thing that was giving you a connection with them, remember, relationships, a connection, an association, the foundation of the association, Mm -hmm. you, because of your lack of adequately handling failure in your life, you are destroying that connection. Mm -hmm. You're destroying that association. And so they cannot be there. And, you know, um, it's uh, very interesting because, as Candice, as I, I, I grow, one of the things that I have come to realize is that uh, in most instances in life, it's not the people who hate us that matter, but rather the few genuine people who like us that um, make all the difference. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, years of stagnation in somebody's life because of the environment, because of negative people around them, because of lack of opportunities can be erased by one genuine helper who takes a liking to them, who decides to invest in them. As we talked about in obtaining help, one genuine helper. So I I know uh, there's a Nigerian preacher who says it this way, that in the kingdom life, uh, because he was talking to his church, he says in the kingdom life, um, those who hate you don't matter. But those who like you matters. If you don't have anyone who likes you in the kingdom, you are in trouble. Yeah. But I, I hear that and I think is consistent with what I have grown to understand in life. Yeah. And that is in this, um, in this life, the mm-hmm. number of naysayers around you may yeah. not really count yeah. as much as the few. It could be just one genuine mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. Who takes a liking to you and yeah. wants to help you? So um, when failure comes, and uh, dear listener, trust me, it will come. I want you to know this: that it's important that you take time to acknowledge the failure, to accept the failure, and to process the failure. Mm-hmm. These three things are very important, and um, we will dive into them after we go back to Sister Candace for her input. Thank you. 
Thank you so much, dear listeners. As you can see, we have taken flight and we are soaring right now. We are talking about obtaining relationships for help. Dear listener, you don't want to miss the concluding part of our discussion on handling failure and also handling success. I believe that God is doing the healing in your life and I believe that by the end of our discussion over the next couple of weeks, you will be blessed. Again, as far as the maker is concerned, everything we need in order to succeed is given us. What is left in this case is the relationships that we build and the way we maintain them. Again, I want to remind you that we have a Facebook platform called Hour of Healing. And if you have any questions for us about any of our podcasts, you can go onto that platform and send us a direct message or even send us a direct uh, WhatsApp communication. Just reference which specific topic you are uh, asking your question about or you contributing to episodes after we have obtained your message. Again, thank you so much for your support and continuously tuning in to our appealing. We believe that God is doing the work in you. God bless you so much. We will see you same time next week. Bye-bye.